Who's wrong and who's wronger? In this corner, followed by millions, James the Exploding Unicorn Breakwell. And in that corner, ignored by millions, Steve Dash Rinko Lieber. And I tell you, I didn't even miss Breakwell last week, but I know you missed me. Welcome to the podcast where we argue about things that don't matter to anybody, and that has never been more painfully obvious, James, than by the number of people who created an outcry when we weren't recording last week. There were exactly zero people outraged. I was maybe maybe one and a half people asked in a slightly curious manner if we were going to put out an episode, yeah. and that was about it. But yeah. you know, you know what? Like the big podcasts that actually make money, like they have seasons. Yeah. Like they produce eight or ten episodes, and they take months off. But us, we we produce an episode every single week. For no money, unless there's some sort of, I don't know what happened last week, but we didn't do one because you were having <laughs> issues. And my favorite thing about this, and this rolls into yeah. my compliment to you, uh, you were so trustworthy that I had like 55 different ways to contact you. I could have texted, I could have called, I could have emailed you, I could have sent you a direct message on Twitter. And I contacted you sure. in yeah. none of those ways, not a single way to figure out what the problem was or if you were in need of assistance. I didn't ask any of this because <laughs> it wasn't because I didn't care at all. No, that wasn't it. It was because uh, I knew you could handle yourself. So props for being so trustworthy and so capable. Wow. You know, I tried calling and calling and calling, and uh, your outgoing message was your voice, but it said your phone had been disconnected. So I, I don't understand how that works. Yeah, it, 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 don't question it. Just go with it. So what did happen that when you ruined our podcast for last week? Well, uh, I think as everyone has surmised, because I'm sure everyone follows me on Twitter, we had a power outage that lasted for four days. And when you texted, are we recording tonight, the sun was going down and it's like, well, I can probably try to record by candlelight. And that was all the excuse you needed to pull the ripcord and get out of the whole thing. So I'm not sure that you had a whole lot of motivation to keep trudging forward, because when I put up the slightest resistance, you were like, done, we're gone. I but mean, it was a power outage. Do, do your computers in Tennessee not use power? I guess I'm confused on that point. I assumed if you didn't have power, all of the equipment that you throw together to produce your shabby end of this <laughs> podcast would not function. I mean, you, how many devices do you have plugged into other devices inside that closet that you call a studio? <laughs> well, first of all, how dare you, sir? I am not technologically advanced to understand how to do this on a computer. I believe we tried doing that when we first started doing the video part, and it, it immediately was uh it was bad so now i use two telephones so i talk on my wife's phone and i record on my phone once in a while i do have to run her phone through the soundboard which is not here tonight which is why i have to hold her phone to my ear but yeah no it's just telephones they would have juiced up i just wouldn't have had any light you wouldn't have been able to see me james <sighs> I missed a prime opportunity. Instead of just giving up when you were in your in the middle of your crisis, I said I should have said, set aside all of your adversity and let's just record with no video for you. And it would have, it would have been our highest rated episode ever. <laughs> this is like when there's one flake of snow in the air, neither the students nor the teachers nor the administrators want to be there in the first place. And they're all like, good, we're out. 
And it doesn't matter if that flake melts on impact. By then, everyone's already in their jammies and the doors are locked. That's how you were last week. Yeah, I admit, I saw a way out, and I just took it and did not look back. (laughs) That's that's the biggest reason I didn't ask for details. I was afraid you'd have some workaround where we could record the next night, and then I would have been devastated. (laughs) Well, I didn't even know you were gone. And when I found out that we were recording tonight, you can imagine how crestfallen I was. Yeah, it is It is uh, one night late, but seeing as how we were yeah. seven nights late with the last episode and virtually no one noticed, I'm sure this one will provoke a similar level of outcry. <laughs> Whatever the sound of one hand clapping is will be the applause that we get at the end of this episode. <laughs> but we do argue about things that don't matter. I'll give you your compliment in a second, but James, you're going to introduce our topic because according to you, this is one of the best topics you've ever heard. Those are definitely words I did not use, but (laughs) here's Steve's topic for tonight. Which are better, suspenders or belts? Oh, wow. What a great topic. I can't remember. Did did you think of that one, James? You sh- sent out like 45 bad ideas in a row, <laughs> and I just reached down into the pile of sludge and pulled out the least smelly one. So that's where we're at. You got to wash vigorously after reaching into that bucket. But... My compliment to you, James, as is the case most of the time, comes from your email blast. And I I stand corrected, James. I am eating a giant crow sandwich because you, it's like Kurt Russell touched the ground. If you never saw (laughs) Guardians of the Galaxy 2, you have no idea what I'm talking about. But grass has sprung up from the dead earth. Your backyard looked like Carthage after the Romans salted it, so nothing would ever grow there again. And yet, somehow, touched by the hand of God, you have grass in your yard. Yes, after like 15 failed attempts, something is growing out there. (laughs) But today I unleashed the pigs, so we'll see Uh if it reverses that trend. They were very excited to walk across that grass and start eating it. But it was getting long enough that it needed to be mowed, which I never thought would happen. And I don't want to mow, so I sent in the pigs, and we'll see if they can eat it down to a reasonable length. Do pigs eat grass like horses and cows? Oh yeah, do? they they love grass. They I guess our our vet said not all mini pigs eat grass, but we definitely have grass eaters here. They just they chop it all day. I'll be darned. Do they eat it like uh, to where it can't grow back? No, I think sheep do that. They eat it too low and it dies. Pigs do not. Yeah. They eat it higher. But the reason ours kill the grass is because we have that that deer spreader that uh, it spreads pellets and they end up yeah. just like tearing up the ground searching for the pellets. So uh, I'm sure I'll recreate <laughs> the same problem as before. But for now, the spreader's not going. The grass has had a chance to heal. So we'll we'll see. I will enjoy these brief two or three days while I have grass. It's almost like you're a real homeowner, James. So close. And you, by the way, made the newsletter this week with your disaster of a power outage. So props to you. I saw that. I couldn't believe that us not doing a podcast got enough outrage. I know we used that word before. (laughs) But that you had to actually add a paragraph in your email newsletter about the wrong and wronger podcast. I really, I really didn't have to add it at all. Like it was just a, basically it was a shameless reminder to all the people who have purposely ignored our podcast that our podcast still exists. So that's what that really was. How could you take a jab at me and expect them to want to watch? I'm the reason they pile in here. I I think you don't know what the word pile means. Like, can you really have a pile of one? (laughs) 
<laughs> well, you talked about my pile of bad ideas, so I figured that means we have at least 45 people that watch, but I know the decimal point is over a couple places. Anyway, I got the Guam Quarter of Fate ready to go here, James. It has been dormant. It has lied as fallow as Breakyard, Breakwell's backyard for two weeks. <laughs> the window of timing on that joke slammed shut on my fingers. What shall the two sides represent for you, James? Well, uh, I do hope you'll honor the sides I picked since we did prove two episodes oh, ago that you were God. a cheater, if you'll recall correctly. It was oh confirmed. But I confirmed. would say <laughs> it was confirmed. You won the debate to argue that you were a cheater anyway. You know, uh, I had to explain to my wife what that was all about, and I couldn't even explain it in a way that made sense. It was so dumb. But anyway, watch out the two sides. I, I don't expect you to understand your own actions. That's just common sense. <laughs> oh, all, right. all right. Heads, I'm arguing belts. Tails, I'm arguing suspenders. All right, heads is, ta uh, heads <laughs> heads is, is belts, tails. tails is suspenders, <laughs> and it is, I had to slap it on my leg because I'm holding the phone, but it is heads. You, sir, have belts. Well, thank goodness, because there is a reason that belts are now standard in the Western world, and suspenders are just an antiqu antiquated relic that you see in movies <laughs> from, about guys in the 1950s. Like, that's, that's what those are. There's nobody today... Uh, who's not like being deliberately countercultural who wears suspenders. Everybody wears belts because there's just so much less going on. It's just a piece of leather. You slip it around your waist, you cinch it up, and you are done. It is simple. It is to the point, and it is effective. Suspenders, it's like a suspension bridge. Like there's a whole system. You got to move it over. You got at least two different parts you got to adjust. You got two separate, you got four separate clasps, actually, two in back, two in front. I, I haven't worn suspenders since I was like five years old. They're just not something that adults wear. And there's a reason for it. They're complicated. They have lots of moving parts. They're inefficient. And you end up hiding them anyway. A nice belt with a good belt buckle that really makes an outfit. Suspenders, you're, you hide them beneath your jacket. You don't see them. They're a source of shame, uh, which is why you're <laughs> arguing for them. So why should we wear suspenders, Steve? Please enlighten me. James, I don't know how many times you've called me an antiquated relic, but I think that me and suspenders should go hand in hand, as should everybody who has a little bit of old school in them. And you said deliberately counterculture... Your whole generation is all about being deliberately counterculture, so this should fit right into the groove. Tab A and slot B of James Breakwell and its suspenders. And James, with as much as you like to hold court and pontificate, as much as you try to capture an audience and then not let them get a word in edgewise, <laughs> you need something to hook your thumbs into in a pompous gesture so that you can preen around the room and deliver whatever discourse that you're trying to impart <laughs> upon the masses. You can't do that. You put your thumbs in your belt, you look like a perv. So you got to have those suspenders out there. And uh, what else did I write here? Hooked. Oh, and you get no buckle with the suspenders. I don't know, James, if you've ever had the belt buckle, like, start uh, picking at the bottom of your shirt, put little runs in it. Belt buckles can dig into your stomach if you're leaning forward. Belt buckles are just unwieldy, and uh, unless you've got a statement to make, and you might have a giant one that says the unicorn across it, but most people, belt buckles, it, it's just, it's unsightly, James. The suspenders are hidden tastefully behind a nice tailored jacket, something that you probably don't know a whole lot about although you did dress a bear rather nicely and do i recall james did the bear have suspenders 
The bear did not have suspenders. He had a vest. Oh, shoot. God damn it. Just back my freaking argument. God damn And uh, lastly, once you get a little older, James, you'll understand the butt-to-waist ratio. I could go through the math, but I don't want to explain the whole Pythagorean part of this. The butt-to-waist ratio starts changing as you get older, and a belt may actually be impractical because it cinches down the pants and you get like a big bunch up of your pants. Suspenders, it doesn't matter if you're wearing a tool belt, if you're wearing blue jeans, if you're wearing dress slacks. How big your butt is compared to your waist is absolutely irrelevant because the suspenders are going to hold those pants in place. Suspenders are so much more versatile, they give you a chance to to dominate the conversation, and they're hidden tastefully. Belts, none of the above, James. You accidentally stumbled into the greatest argument for belts, because suspenders what? do one thing, they hold up your pants, but belts yeah. can do so much more than hold up your pants. They can help you get a job done. You mentioned a work belt, a carpenter's belt. They can hold your tools. They can help you build a house. They can put all of the implements you need right at your fingertips. What about a utility belt? You want to go and fight crime, save Gotham City? You need all your Gedsmos and gadgets right there on your belt. Does Batman wear utility suspenders? I think not. And as for those gaudy belt buckles, they're not for everybody, but there are multiple documented cases of people whose lives have been saved by belt buckles. Uh, like in the Civil War, like if you hit a belt buckle dead on with those sword, a sword, those swords were kind of brittle. There was more than one case of a sword snapping off because it hit a belt buckle. You know how many lives have been <laughs> saved by suspenders? None. Exactly zero. And as for your suspender argument for tucking your thumbs under it while you're making a point, uh, yes. the, the country lawyer stereotype in your old <laughs> movies is played out. There are no more of those. Now, oh you're, if you have one of those lawyers, you are going to jail because the high priced <laughs> lawyer in a nice suit with a tailored belt is going to just win the argument and steamroll you and his pants are going to stay up the whole time while he does it. Uh, belts yeah. are so much easier to adjust too. If you bloat up a little bit in the middle of the day, it's so easy to just go <laughs> one notch further out or if you're feeling slimmer, one notch further in. Suspenders, you gotta go take off half your clothes and get out a protractor to figure out what the new suspension ratio is gonna be to hold them up just what? right. You're just making things up but now! Every pair of pants comes with belt loops. Even the pants you're holding up with suspenders. They have belt yes. loops right there, uselessly hanging, no. because you ignored them to use the suspenders. It makes no sense whatsoever. I'm looking at the time and thinking, what a clever filibuster by <laughs> Foghorn Breakhorn over there. My God, while you're getting the dice out, just remember, Batman, I'm not going to let you win this argument because someone's <laughs> going to say, hey, I was going to vote for Steve, but then James talked about Batman. No, no. If Batman had utility suspenders, think of the extra square inches he would have had to hang more gizmos on it. Batman with suspension, or, uh, 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 with utility suspenders, he would have defeated Superman. Like, it wouldn't have gone the other direction. James, roll the dice and get us out of here. We're out of time. All right. If you want to vote for James and Belts in America, vote for seven. If you want to vote for Steve and suspenders and living in a backwards world like you're in North Korea, vote for 90. And if you want to throw your vote away, vote for 15. All right. 
Well, there you have it. If you want to vote for Breakwell and someone that thinks you have to step into a protractor, <laughs> vote for 77, which ironically are shaped like the two ends of the protractor. If you want to vote for Steve, someone who actually knows what a protractor is, vote for 90, the angle that a lot of you measure on a protractor. I could go on all day, James. And if you want to throw your vote away, just vote for Breakwell or 15. Breakwell has two throwaway numbers. It's fantastic. You can't lose. All right. Speaking of losing, one of us is going to win and one of us is going to lose the poll. Go to Breakwell's Facebook, no, Twitter page, right? Yes. Okay, thank you. I did mean to, like, rouse you out of a slumber. <laughs> Go to Breakwell's Twitter page and vote. And until next week, this is Steve Olivas, Dr. Steve for James, the exploding Breakwell. No, the exploding unicorn Breakwell. I got protractors on my Saying Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. Measure those angles correctly. And until next week, remember two wrongs can't make a right.